Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Man, the weeks fly by. I feel like it was just Thursday and we were together. Um, I'm Kate Bowman. I'm the CEO of Floyd Consulting. My team and I work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures so people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together. And uh, we are the home of the Certified Dream Manager Program. So we actually certify dream managers that go into organizations and learn about the dreams of their people because your team, your organization can only become the best version of itself to the extent that your people are becoming better versions of themselves. And when your people are actually engaged in their own life and working towards their dreams, they're going to show up at work differently. Uh, so everyone has a whole lot more fun coming to work and achieving those goals together. Um, and that is what I do. I also have a newsletter called Massive Optimism. I share some inspirational tips every single Sunday. I share book recommendations, journaling prompts, all the fun things to help start your week so you can sign up. Um, oh, thank you, Dora Maria. She pinned the link at the top. 
Um, and you can go to massiveoptimism.club. Um, and th today, I'm so excited because I know I say that every week, but I always am excited because <laughs> this room is always so powerful. And I'm so excited to be part of it. And I read this. It's time to stop lying to yourself. You were made for more. Oh, so, so good. Such a good title. And I'm excited to dig into this today. And I'm also excited to hear from all of you. I love, as you know, I always say, I really just love being on stage with all of you incredible humans, getting to spend the mornings together and have that inspiration, motivation, education that we get to do here in Breakfast with Champions, um, which we're here every single uh, Monday through Friday, starting at, Monday through Saturday, starting at five in the morning, because as Glenn Lendy always says, if you change the way you start your morning, it'll make a massive impact in your life. And so I'm so thrilled to see all of you here today. Thank you all for always showing up every single day for you, right? Like you're doing this for you every day to start your morning off right. So we have about 53 shares right now. Let's get those shares up. Let's get those shares up so other people can find this room, can connect with really great people to make an impact in their life. So we have 54 shares. Let's try to get that up. Lolita comes on after me in about an hour. So let's try to, can we get it up to 100 shares? That's a lot of shares. Can we get it up to 100 shares before we bring Lolita on? Um, you can click that little uh, button if you don't know what I'm talking about, that little uh, button that has that little uh, square with the arrow above it um, and share that out into the hallway here on Clubhouse. So it shows up in other people's hallways. So, all right, we, we're seeing some shares. Keep sharing the room. Get people in here so we can have a really amazing conversation and dialogue. Um, I uh, one of the things that I that I love starting a, a coaching session with with my clients is I and I actually start this uh, this question with my team when I'm meeting with my team, and uh, it's always a fun question to ask. Uh, so. The question that I love to ask is what one word best describes how you feel right now? What one word best describes how you feel right now? So if everybody, who, whoever's with me on the stage just wants to unmic and just shout out your word, just shout out what one word best describes how you feel right now. Grateful. Challenging. Relief. Blessed. Present. Peaceful. Grateful. Ooh. Happy. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Awesome. I love it. So we we heard grateful and happy and thankful and we heard uh, we heard a couple challenges and this is just a reminder that every single morning we all wake up, right? We all get to wake up and we have the same day, we have the same amount of time every day, but everyone feels a little bit differently. We all wake up a little bit differently. And it's so great because no matter what happens throughout the day, or it within the next hour, right? You might wake up feeling stressed or anxious, but maybe you come into Breakfast with Champions and you hear somebody's message that is meant exactly for you. And all of a sudden you immediately shift, you immediately shift and you start thinking, feeling a different way. And so this is a really great exercise to kind of just go throughout your day and be thinking about how do I feel right now? How do I feel at this moment? And then whatever it is that you're about to do, whether you're going into a meeting or you are working on a creative project that you love, assess how you feel after you do that activity, after you uh, go through that meeting or after you have that conversation, kind of assess how you're, how you're feeling. And so it's always interesting. I work with a lot of, I work with a lot of different leaders and some of them are, are um, uh, their CEOs are running like multi-million dollar organizations. And when I ask them this question, some of them roll their eyes and like, oh, I hate when you ask me about my feelings, <laughs> but they always enjoy it because it's a good reflection on what's happening and identifying what's, what's going on in your body. Um, all right. Who is with me here on stage? Because I always love seeing you every single morning. Monica and Renee and Justin and Linnell and Kim and Maria. All right. GI is here and Shana is here. I know some of you all are working out and doing your thing in the morning. I'm always doing that as well. Um, and we see Dakota. All right, good. And it's good to see you, uh, Limitless and Angela and Lolita with a T and Wendy. All right, awesome. So I love seeing all of you here today. And there, and the past couple of weeks, I've also invited a lot of new, new, uh, new, new voices to the stage because I know that there are 
so many people that come into this room every single day and they never come up on stage and that's totally okay. And you can totally just chill and hang out with us because, you know, we're all sitting around at the same table, whether you're on stage or not. But I think it's so great to hear from these new, new voices, new voices of people that really have something they want to say. Maybe you were just listening to Dr. Lacey and you were like, oh, I, I would love to share this, but but you just have never gotten up on stage. And so I love when people have started sharing. And it's also been really cool because I've had some people that have reached out to me um, over on Instagram, over he uh, here on Clubhouse, and just kind of share a dream that they've had. I've heard from people like Amy and Natalia and Sandra and Jeff. And it warms my heart because your voice matters. What you have to say matters. What I love so much about The Breakfast Table is that it's about everybody's voice. It's about sharing your story so that that one person, maybe it's just one other person in this room that needs to hear what you have to say, that needs to see that you have the courage to get up and raise your hand and share something. And we've been sharing a lot about our dreams and the things that we, that we are enjoying, the, the things that we're working towards in our life. And there's something so powerful. I, I, I think it was last week that, that, we had somebody that raised their hand that has never spoken on stage and she shared a dream that she's never shared publicly. How powerful is that? It gives life to our dreams. And so I love this idea. And so we're gonna be doing more of that today. I'm gonna to go through some things, but please, if you're in the audience, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, especially if you've just been thinking, gosh, I've never gone on stage. I'm nervous to unmike. What if I don't say the right thing? but it would be really cool experience, right? You can see how you feel before you come up on stage and then you can see how you feel after you've actually shared something. So if that is you, please raise your hand. We will bring you up on stage so that you can be part of this conversation, especially if you've never been part of the conversation before. Now, this is the best room to do it in because we all support you when we're all coming in together to hear what other people are working on so that we can support them. All right, I have one more thing that I want to do before I kind of dig 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 into my uh, into some some things that I want to share. I often say, um, if you've been in any of the rooms that I've done before, you know how much I love books, and I think it's so it's such a fun activity to take a book that you just love and flip to any page and um, just read what you're meant to read. Just, it, it's, it's so much fun to do. I, it's just one of my, it's one of my most fun things to do, especially like in the morning, if you're looking for some inspiration and, uh, and I do this all the time. So I picked this book because Dr. Janie Lacey had a really great seg session and as always, and uh, she was talking about how some of the clients that come to her, they say things like, I just want to be happy and how that's not exactly true because we are, we can create that happiness in our life right now, right? So, so I picked up this book by Matthew Kelly. It's one of his um, many am amazing books and it's called Resisting Happiness. And it's such a great book. So let me see, um, Mary Lynn, are you here? I am. Okay. My I'm mic gonna... is just sticky. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start flipping through. And when I say stop, I'm going to, I'm going to tell uh, you, you tell me when to stop. Okay. Okay. All right, and go. Stop. Okay. Ooh, this is a good, this is good. All right. So <laughs> I just, I just, um, oh, let me see if I can do, all right. This one talks about, this one talks about, okay. This is how many, this chapter that I just opened up to said, how many Sundays, how many Sundays left? How many Sundays left? Um, Okay, this is what it says. I'm 42 years old. The actuaries of the life insurance company tell us that on average, an Australian male lives for 80 years, four years longer than an Australian, than an four years longer than an American man whose life expectancy is 76. On average, an American female lives to 81. These life expectancy statistics are always changing. For example, in the year 1900, the average life expectancy was 31 years old. The impact, they, this impacts all sorts of things. When people only live to 31, they tended to get married younger and have children earlier. And perhaps one of the reasons there was less divorce just because marriages were shorter. Um, always, Simon loves to talk about how many Sundays were left. 
at 43 years of age with a life expectancy of 78, I have eight, I have 1,820 Sundays left. It sounds like a lot, but they go quickly. As Simon loves to say, don't waste a single Sunday. If you don't waste Sundays, you will be less likely to waste Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. So the key point is life is short, never waste a day. And the action step there is based on actuarial estimates. How many Sundays do you have left? Count them. Oh, I love this activity. When you think about how many Sundays, how many Sundays do you have left? How many weeks do you have left? And, and this fits, Marilyn, thank you so much, because this fits so beautifully with the topic today. I couldn't have, I couldn't have done it better myself. It's time we stop lying to yourself. You were made for more. You were made for more. What are you going to do every single day so that you love every single Sunday you have left? That every single Sunday you have left is cherished because you're doing what you're made for. You're doing the things that are meant for you. When I first read the title of this room, I absolutely was excited because this I, I, I'm so the book that I'm I'm writing I'm, I'm writing a book I'm in the editing process of my book and and I open with this story I open with this story about this one evening that I was having dinner with a friend of mine and he and he said to me can I tell you he asked me he said can I tell you something and I was like "Ooh, this is gonna be good what do you have to tell me and he said, I've actually never told anyone this before. And I said, what? And I had no idea what he was going to share. And we've been friends for a really long time. And he said, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm meant for more. And I said, really? I said, what do you mean? He goes, I don't know. It's just this, this feeling. Like, I just feel like, I feel like I'm put here. I just feel like I'm put here and I'm, I'm supposed to be doing more. I feel like I should be doing more. I feel like I'm meant for more in my life. And I looked at him and I smiled and I said, of course you are. He's meant for more and you're meant for more. When, when we are living our true passions and our dreams, we feel on purpose, but when we're not, we have this nagging feeling like we're meant for more. And sometimes we, we do lie to ourselves. Sometimes we lie to ourselves about what it is that we really want, about some of the excuses that we make in our life for not pursuing our dreams, for not pursuing the, the activities that are really calling us, that really would make us the person that we know we can become. And so I want to share, so in the book that I'm, that I'm writing that, oh my goodness, it has been such a process. In fact, I have this podcast called Create for No Reason. And if you are in a fate, if you are in a place in your life where you're feeling a little bit like you're in the mess of a situation, if you're in the, like right now I'm in the editing process and it's a mess because it's like very emotional and it's like, I want to be finished and I'm working through all these ideas and it's, and it's hard. It's hard. It's harder than I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. But if you're going through, maybe you are transitioning into a new role, or maybe your business isn't exactly where you want it to be. You just started and it's going well, but also it's kind of like you feel like you're taking two steps forward and then you're taking three steps backwards and it's, it's a little bit of frustration. Then I encourage you to go listen to my last episode on Create for No Reason. It's a little short mini episode. It's only about nine minutes and it's called Trust the Process. It's called trust the process because we hear that phrase and it's kind of easy to just kind of gloss over, but man, we have to trust the process. We have to take the long view of our life so that we're able to handle the uncomfortable situations and the things that we need to do in order to get to the places that we want to go and achieve the things that we want to achieve. And sometimes we're in the mess, like the messy middle the messy middle where all the goodness actually is happening, but it doesn't quite feel that way. And we just want to get out of it, whatever that is for you. And so um, you can go find a create for no reason anywhere you listen to podcasts, but uh, would love for, if you are dealing with kind of a, a middle situation, 
I would love to hear your thoughts on that episode. And again, it's only about nine minutes and you can go to my Instagram and it's in, it should be in the link in my bio. Um, so in this book, I share these seven myths that are stopping us. This, these seven myths that stop people from doing more of what they love, from, from doing more of what they're made for. There are seven myths that are stopping us from exploring our creativity. And so I'm not going to go through all seven of them, but I wanted to share three of them today because, again, it was just so perfect for the title of this room today. And so here, there's these myths. There's these myths that we sometimes believe that stop us from becoming the person that we know we can become. So myth number one, this is the... This is the beginning. It all starts with this. Myth number one, it's not possible. It's not possible. So many people do not believe it's possible. They don't believe. Maybe they see that they're meant for more. They, 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 want, they want it. They want to have this dream in their, in their life. They want to have a better life. They want to be more fulfilled. But they actually don't believe it's possible. And if we don't believe it's possible, how motivated are we going to be to get up in the morning and actually do the work that we need that needs to be done in order to achieve it? Not likely, because we don't even have that belief system set up yet. Do you believe in your dreams? Do you wholeheartedly believe in your dreams? Whatever those dreams are, we've talked about this. We talk about this a lot, especially in my segments. Again, hey. I, I run a whole dream manager program. So, you know, we have to talk about dreams <laughs> and there's all different areas of dreams. And so I encourage, we encourage all of our clients to write down a list of a hundred dreams, a hundred dreams. Talk about belief, right? I mean, most of them are like a hundred dreams. I don't have a hundred dreams. I don't even know if I have one dream, but there's this list. We can create this list of a hundred dreams. And it's, it's, it's easier to create that list of a hundred dreams when uh, we remember that there's all there's all different areas of dreams. There's 12 areas of dreams, physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, psychological, material, professional, financial, creative, adventure, legacy, and character. There's 12 different areas of dreams. All of these dreams, there are different dreams that we can have in our life. And each one of them is important. And each one of them is meant for you. But the first thing is to actually believe that it's possible. So we're actually um, implementing the Dream Manager program in an organization, and it is um, a really incredible company. I, I just feel so blessed to be able to work with leaders that care so deeply about their people that they want to make the investment to have a coach that is solely to help them achieve their dreams, to not only discover their dreams, but then to meet with them and help them achieve their dreams every single uh, every single month. And so we're working with this organization and the leader was telling me, you know, it's a, they're, most of their team are a lot of blue collar workers and they have beautiful dreams, but they don't think about their dreams. They come to work. This leader was telling me most of them just come to work. They do their job. They go home, they sit on the couch, they hang out, and then they, you know, wake up the next morning and they do that. And that is not the most fulfilling life, but their dreams, their dreams might be different than yours and mine, right? Like she was saying that their dreams, their dreams are just, they seem so simple. They're just getting out of debt or buying your first home or taking their wife on vacation. It's dreams that maybe to you or I, those, those things just seem like, oh, those are just kind of day-to-day -day activities that we should be working towards. But for them, these are dreams. Dreams that they've never really thought about, that they've never really put attention on. And those are beautiful dreams. Those are beautiful dreams and they are meant for them. And some of them, they, they actually don't even believe that those dreams are possible. So what are the dreams that you have for your life? What are the dreams that you're working towards, that you're excited about, that get you up in the morning, that, that 
that inspire you to jump into Breakfast with Champions every single day to be surrounded by other people to keep that inspiration, to keep that motivation so that you can get up and continue to do the work that is necessary to achieve those dreams. So what are your dreams? Do you believe, do you believe it's possible for you to achieve those dreams? Like deep, deep down in your heart, like deep in your gut, in your soul, do you believe it's possible? Not, you know, you don't just kind of say, oh yeah, it's possible and move on. But like, do your actions reflect the belief you have in those dreams? Because until you believe deep down in your soul, you're not going to show up and do what it takes. You're not going to have the inspiration to do that hard work. And so I wanted to sh- I want to share before I move on to the next two myths of things that are stopping you from exploring your creativity and living the most fulfilling life. I wanted to open it up, especially, like I said, to somebody that came on stage that maybe has never come on stage before, that wants to unmike, that wants to share their dream with these. Let's see, how many people do we have in the room right now? Oh, I can't even. I can't, oh my, oh my gosh, I almost jumped out of the room. Uh, 247 people who wants to come on. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. On stage and share a dream that they're working towards with these 247 people and bring power to that dream to help instill that belief. I hear somebody unmiking. Good morning. Is it Malika? Yes, good morning. Malika, good morning. (laughs) Oh my God, you're right in my alley because... I love dreaming. I'm a daydreamer. And so one of my biggest dreams is to help people. I said, wow, there's really an institute that really helps people make their dreams come true. So I want to find out how to be a certified coach with them because that's what I like doing. I help people who want to become authors, make that dream of becoming an author um, possible because some people just, they have a book inside of them, but they don't know where to start. So I help them. And so my dream is to really help people see their dreams come to pass. So I'm really excited to meet you this morning. And I want to know more about this institute. Because because I'm a dreamer. (laughs) I love it. I'm a dreamer. I love how you say it. So angelic. And I believe you. I believe you, Malika. That's awesome. And what an incredible dream you have. I love, I love it. We all have stories inside of us. And if people want to write a book, it, we need the support. We need the help. I'll say that firsthand. Um, Malika, so great to hear from you. And yes, um, I would love to share more about our Dream Manager Certification Program. In fact, we have um, our next one is, is actually coming up this month, but um, it's, it's sold out. So we have one coming up in May. Um, but yeah, if anybody's interested, then just um, DM me and we can get together. But Malika, you sound like a you sound like a natural born dream manager. So uh, would love to connect with you. And thank you for thank you for unmiking. Um, all right, who else wants to share? Who else who else came on stage that normally doesn't come on stage that wants to share one dream that they're working towards? And it doesn't have to be this huge, huge. Remember, like our dreams do not have to be these huge things. Like I want a yacht and a multi-million dollar home on the beach and all those are beautiful things. And if that's your dream, amazing, go for it and invite me over for dinner. But it could be anything. So who wants to share? I have one. Hello. How are you? This is Raquel. I have a dream of being a senior Olympian. I know it's just far from any business dream or anything like that, but I'm taking those steps and just training myself and looking to get that gold medal one day in track. So I'm excited about that. So I'm working towards it. I've joined an actual local, um, it's called Atlanta um, Track Club. I've joined that and um, I'm preparing for 
the Peachtree Road Race here in Georgia. That's an annual race. So I'm just excited about um, where my future holds in that. Thank you for allowing me to share today. I love your segment. Oh, and I love your dream. That is amazing. And Raquel, what I took away from your share is you're doing the things that you need to do to achieve that dream. And I love that you just shared a non-business dream because we have all of them, right? It's all those different 12 areas. We, we, I know we come in here and we're, a lot of us are focused on building a business and we're talking about our business goals, but I love that dream because we have all different areas, right? Physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, psychological, material, professional, financial, creative, adventure, legacy, and character. We have dreams in all those different areas. And it's so important for us to, to be working towards all of those dreams to live a fulfilling life, right? Imagine if we only worked on one section of dreams. We only worked on our professional dreams. We get to work on all of them and helps you make, make you a better person. Okay, there was somebody else that um, unmiked after Raquel and I, it was a woman. Who was that? Hey, Kate, well, I'll just say congratulations to Raquel in advance uh, on that Peachtree Road Race. Uh, I'll be cheering her on from the sidelines. Love it. Yes, yes, yes. Raquel, you have to come back and let us know how it's going and when you, uh, after you run that race. See, this is what's so awesome. You get to, like, when you talk about your dreams, we want to root for you. Thank you. I'm so excited. All right, who else wants to share? We'll take one more. Michael, I saw you on mic. Well, I, I do want to share, but I did see Mary Lynn also flash. I maybe you want to ask her first. Oh, no, that was a mistake. My bad. No, no, oh. go ahead. Okay. Well, yeah, congratulations to all the dreamers and doers. That's awesome. And Peachtree, there's so many peach trees. You're going to be running all over Atlanta uh, for the lady that is going to be running. Um, I have three dreams that I've been working on. Well, actually, one I, one is was a non-monetary dream. I needed to, uh, well, my girlfriend needed a ride. She needed to be driven across Canada, so I did that. Uh, she didn't want to fly, and I couldn't let her drive by herself. Uh, it's because her mother is sick, with, uh, believe, with cancer. So we drove across Canada, so I did that with almost no money, but um, I still did it. Second thing is I was living in a toxic building, so I spontaneously left the building for now because they weren't taking care of the problem like a neighbor who was vaping and the air was getting to me. So I, spiritually, I needed to do that, although it felt financially irresponsible at the time. Um, and thirdly, I'd been working on a movie deal. Um, so even though my body feels like it's detoxing from the toxic air and the the trip that was hard on my body to drive across Canada, I feel like inside I can't go back until I get this movie deal. It would be the second movie deal I would get. I just got one a little while ago. So that's it. Oh my gosh, that that's it. That's all Michael says. That's awesome, Michael. Nice job. I love it. That's so cool. Um, and, and what a journey, what a journey that you're on. And you shared three different dreams in all different kinds of areas, which is so, which is so beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, all right, if you wanna share a dream, can, why don't some of you, if you're so bold and maybe you don't wanna unmic and share and that's totally okay, um, put it into the chat, write your dream into the chat. Let's inspire some people because what happens is you know, how many of you feel even a little bit more inspired just because we got to hear from Malika and Raquel and Michael? We're like, oh, I have dreams. I have dreams of my own. And when we hear and we see what other people are dreaming about, it makes sometimes we kind of like, hey, I'm going to borrow that dream. I'm going to take that dream, too. I'm going to put that dream on my dream list as well. Um, so I love that. So why don't we add add some dreams to that chat? And let's get some shares up. I love that we're, okay, almost, we're almost to 100. Our goal was to get 100 shares before we pass the mic over to the beautiful Lalisa E. Walker. Um, so share this room and let's invite some people. Let's inspire some other people to start dreaming again and to stop lying to themselves because they know that they're made for more. Um, all right, I am so excited. Let's keep going. I have two more myths to share. Two more myths to share of the three out of the seven that I'm sharing um, from, from the book, from my book. And myth number one is it's not possible. So I love that you guys shared some of your dreams 
believing that it's possible and doing the work, right? Doing the actual steps that you need to take in order to achieve that dream. All right, myth number six, myth number six, because I'm, I'm actually sharing which, uh, what number they are in, in my book. And myth number six, although I'm only going to share three out of the seven, out of the seven myths, but myth number six is it has to be perfect, right? So these are the myths that are stopping us from exploring our creativity and living a more fulfilling life. Basically doing what you, what's, what's, what's made for you, right? You are made for more. So myth number six is it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. I'm so fascinated by perfectionism because again, I work with a lot of, a lot of leaders. We, I work with, um, I work with a lot of CEOs and senior level leaders. And I, and I also work with a lot of um, just team members, just people that are, um, that are on the floor doing uh, sometimes the, the organizations people are just getting hired. It might just be their first day. And it's so fascinating how perfectionism is so stifling to people. It can be so stifling. And so I was reading um, this article in Medical News Today, and they were talking about how perfectionism can, can just severely impact our mental and physical health. And there was this study that was conducted by Thomas Curran, who is a lecturer uh, in the Department of Health at the University of Bath in the United Kingdom, and Andrew Hill of, um, of York State John University, um, also in the, in the UK. And they, they talked about how that socially prescribed uh, perfectionism is the most debilitating of the three forms. So they identified these three forms of perfectionism. And one of the forms is socially prescribed perfectionism. And it's really when individuals believe, individuals believe their social context is excessively demanding that others judge them harshly and that they must display perfection to secure approval, right? So we have this idea that like we have to be perfect in order for people to approve of us, in order to people for people to like us, which is so crazy when you think about it because especially we see this in social media. When, when do we feel most connected to people? We feel most connected to people when they're sharing their story, when they're sharing their challenges and their struggles and like this, these, the hero's journey of I was, I was in this dark place and now I got out of it and you can be that too. Like that's when we feel like, oh, I can relate to this person. And so why do we feel like we have to be perfect? Our pictures have to look perfect and our videos that we post have to be perfect. And how perfectionism just causes a lot of anxiety and depression among a lot of different people. And it's really challenging. So there was this, so they, throughout this study, they shared that, Toxic perfectionism, it actually hits young people particularly hard. And I can't even imagine what it's like growing up today, especially with social media and all of the, all the media that we have right at our fingertips. And according to, according to a recent estimate, almost 30% of undergraduate students experience symptoms of depression and perfectionism. 30% of undergraduate students. And that carries over into our work. It carries over into, into our work life and our day-to-day -day life. And it carries over into our dreams. We stop ourselves from pursuing the work that, really, that we find meaningful. We stop sharing. We stop How many of you have a video, a blog post, an idea, something that you want to share on social media, something that you've talked about maybe getting out into the world. And it's just sitting in your drafts. It's just hanging out. You want to press the button. You, you want to press the, you want to press the, uh, the post button, or maybe you have an idea and you want to hit the record button, but no, you, you haven't got it right. It's not perfect yet. Maybe you want to start I oh my gosh I can't even tell you how many people I've I've spoken to about their podcasts um their podcast or them starting a YouTube channel or any any kind of content that they're excited to to put out into the world but they stop because it doesn't look right yet I don't have the right banner I don't have the right business card I don't have the right website it doesn't it's not perfect but we know we we say it we say that we know perfect doesn't exist but we don't act as if we don't act as if it's true. It's almost like, do we feel like maybe we're going to be the ones that like unlock perfection 
Like we have the key that something that we are going to produce is going to be able to be that perfect, that perfect thing in the world that no one else has been able to achieve. No, it's not true. Uh, Salvador Dali, I love this quote by Salvador Dali, have no fear of perfection. You'll never reach it. You'll never reach it. It's, uh, it's so interesting. I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, my friend Tommy, he is a, a brilliant artist and he is just so great with his hands and he creates, uh, he loves photography and he creates a lot of, he goes into his workshop and, uh, and he can just turn these pieces of wood into just like beautiful, beautiful, um, I mean, I call them pieces of art, but they could just be like a table, but he's so good at it. He's, and he has this like very unique way about, about his art. And he said, you know, what really scares me is a blank canvas, a blank canvas. It's almost like if we have this blank canvas, like we can't mess it up. A blank canvas is just kind of this perfect, it's just this white piece of, there's nothing on it. It's not, we can't mess it up if we don't touch it. But what fun is that? That's not fun if we're not playing around playing around with the art and playing in our own lives by experiencing things and not being afraid to mess up and make mistakes and get things wrong. Only by doing those things can we get better at whatever it is we wanna get better at. Realizing that it'll never be perfect, but knowing that it can be good, that it can be good and it can only get better if we just keep doing the work, if we just keep showing up, if we just keep going back to our dreams and knowing that it's meant for us believing that it's meant for us and having fun with it, having fun with whatever dream that you're pursuing. I feel like sometimes we get so serious on some of the things that we're working towards, even if it's business, we get so serious, but think about some of the people in the world that have created the most incredible businesses. They have fun with their teams while they're doing it, right? Like, again, I get to work with so many individuals and leaders and, and the work that we do is all based on Matthew Kelly's work. And one of his books is called The Culture Solution. And in The Culture Solution, we talk about how to create a dynamic culture. So people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together that teams have fun accomplishing great things together. And yes, it is possible to do that <laughs> because I see it every day. So perfection, all right, who wants, to, who wants to share? Let's get some shares before I move on to the last myth of the seven myths that are stopping people from living a more fulfilling life. I wanna hear from someone who is dealing with perfectionism. Maybe you have something that you're working on that you haven't been putting out, or maybe it's just stifling you and it's stifling you so much you're not even getting started. And today you're gonna to share what that is and you're gonna tell us the one step that you're gonna to take to leap out of perfectionism today. So who wants to be the first person to share? Kate, it's Justin, how are you? Justin, how are you? Good, I was trying to make space for everybody else and it was so nice to hear so many new voices on the stage, but I just got back from a two week vacation. What I realized when I was away is the perfectionist mindset of thinking I need to control every little step of the way has really been slowing my growth and stepping back and optimizing my standard operating procedures is the most valuable thing I can do. So for anybody that's starting a business from scratch or anybody that has a business, you should have some type of operation manual in a Google Doc. It can be as simple as a piece of paper and you itemize every single step of how you do something. And then once you approve that, you put it into a checklist where it's automated so tasks get assigned. What I'm doing, Kate, is I've doubled the amount of time in my calendar to work on my SOPs and make sure I'm setting up the other people for success because I haven't been spending enough time effectively delegating. And I know that that will provide a lot of freedom and allow me to focus on the bigger pieces. So great segment as always. And so nice to hear your voice. Oh my gosh. I love that, Justin. That's awesome. And it's so great that you recognize that. That's one of the things I love about Justin. Um, if you don't, just are you doing your segment tomorrow, Justin? Sorry, I decided to do a pull-up right after I talked. Um, <laughs> yes, I am doing my segment tomorrow. It's not going to be live streamed because it's Good Friday. I have something special kind of lined up for tomorrow, but I am going to be there tomorrow morning. Oh, good. All right. I always, I always love. I was like, oh, Justin's on vacation, and it's funny when we, when you start getting used to the people's voices on stage, right? And so I was like, oh, we missed you, Justin. But one of the things I love about Justin is how thoughtful he is in thoughtful and intentional. You are Justin with your content 
and how you show up and also with what you take away from other people's uh, advice and feedback, not only here, but just the mentors that you have and you're so, and you implement, you actually implement. And that is what's so incredible uh, because we can come in here all day long and get as much information and we can get, kind of get that inspiration, but it's not until we actually take the, what we need to take out of the messages and apply them to our business. Um, unafraid to be perfect and just trying it out. So love that. All right. Who else wants to share? Oh, who else like wants to, to share? <laughs> yeah. Who is that? It's Samantha. I'm at the bottom, Kate. Um, Samantha, <laughs> welcome. Thank you so much. I'm loving this segment. Honestly, everything that you're saying is just resonate with, resonating with me on a deep level. Um, I love this part that you're talking about, about perfectionism, because as an artist myself, and um, like you mentioned about your friend, it's really challenging especially even now so when people go over and have a look at my work they just see these incredible drawings that look like photographs so I have this um quite special skill and talent to be able to depict life and um, that looks better than a photograph and you know it's funny because I'm working on a piece now and every single piece that I've worked on um, even if it's some of the celebrities I've drawn or um, I always say to my partner, you know, babe, can you come in the room and just have a little look and what, what do you think? And he's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Oh, my God. And he's, he's you know, and everyone else is like that. But however, in my mind, um, that perfectionist mindset has always made me think it's not good enough. It's never good enough. You're not good enough. Your work's not good enough. So it can be really difficult for me to put my pencils down and say, right, you have done the best you can do. And I find sometimes having that perfectionist mindset it stops you from being more creative and it stops you from taking that leap on creating things because you think I don't want to post it or I don't want to share it until it's perfect. However, I'm realizing now that people love to see the journey. People love to see the mistakes. People can relate to them, like you said before. And um, and it's something that I'm aware of, which is wonderful because it means I can change it, but I'm still learning on how to change it and how to be more gentle with myself, be more compassionate, be more loving, be more, you know what, Samantha, your work is pretty much at the top of its game. And I don't think I could get any better. However, just don't be so critical of yourself. So yeah, this has brought up a lot for me. I just want to say thanks so much, Kate. I'm Samantha oh. and I'm complete. <laughs> Samantha, thank you so much for sharing. I love that. I love that. Yes, people want to see the journey. That's beautiful. And, and I, and you know, you have to get to that belief, right? So Samantha, I'm so glad that you shared that. I'm so glad. And you know what? It's not always easy, right? Samantha, like yeah. you just have to, you have to push through. So I, I love that you share. And you know what? It's almost like, I feel like when you come on stage and you share something or not even on stage, you can just share this with your friends. When you share something like that, I feel like you're almost taking away some of the weight of it. Yes. Right. Like, I feel like we hold so much inside. So saying that, Samantha, I bet you're going to share a little bit more today. Right. Like you're going to let yourself share a little bit more, or put yourself out a little bit more or take those next steps a little bit more. And so this is why it's so important. So if you want, I haven't even looked at the chat, but if, I hope people are putting their dreams in the chat. And if you want to share something about perfectionism in the chat, please, please do so, because some people might not be able to, uh, if, if people don't want to come up on stage and share. It's so fun to hear other people's perspective. All right. I only have 15 minutes left and not even, and I have one more myth to share. One more myth to share. Um, okay. So out of the seven myths that are stopping people from living the most fulfilling and creative life, number seven Number seven, I'm only sharing three. Number one, um, but I'm sharing them. I'm sharing three, and these are out of my book, and I'm sharing where they are in my book. So it's it's hopefully not confusing. I realize that I'm probably confusing people. But myth number one is it's not possible. Myth number six, out of the two, out of the which is really number two out of the three that I'm sharing today. Myth number six is it has to be perfect. And myth number seven from the book is inspiration will strike inspiration will strike. Oh, I love this one because I, again, the people, when I'm coaching a leader or in anything it is that they're doing, sometimes, um, and we talk, and when, I'm and when I'm coaching leaders, we don't always talk about business. A lot of the times what we're talking about is their personal life. We're talking about, you know, sometimes within our business, we get so stuck in our business that we forget that, oh, actually making time for my creative pursuits, making time for the things that I love, whatever it is, whether it's 
yoga or writing or working or being in my workshop and using my hands or mountain biking or yoga climbing or whatever it is. It's all these different things that, that people enjoy doing. When you spend time doing those things, you get better at your business, right? Like, so Justin just went on vacation. Like we have to go away and do other things in order to refresh our mind to come back with a clearer, with a clearer mind and a more focused mind. So inspiration will strike. And I talk to so many leaders and they're just like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm just like, I'll wait. I'm, I'm just waiting. Like, I feel like I'll be inspired to like pick up my guitar that I've been saying I wanted to play again for years and years and years. They're waiting for this inspiration, right? They're like waiting for this inspiration. They're waiting for like something to like this, some magical force to like pull them off the couch, but that doesn't happen. And so I love this. I love this idea of a muse, right? So I wrote this, uh, I wrote this in my newsletter uh, on, on Sunday this past week. And I wanted to share it with you because I am obsessed with this, this idea of, of, of inspiration and, and like, do people, people feel like they need inspiration or, or maybe it's this muse, right? It's this muse that they feel like they need uh, to kind of help them create or be creative. And so this is why I wrote in Greek mythology, the muses were nine goddesses who symbolized the arts and sciences. Today, most people think of a muse as a person who serves as an artist's inspiration. In Stephen King's book on writing, he said, there is a muse, but it's not going to come fluttering down into your writer's room and scatter creative fairy dust all over your typewriter or computer. He says, your job is to make sure the muse knows where you're going to be every day from nine till noon or seven till three. If he knows, I assure you that sooner or later, he'll start showing up. I love this idea of an angelic creature dancing through the world, visiting their humans one by one, hoping to find them doing what they love so they can sprinkle them with shimmery stardust over their heads, igniting more passion and enthusiasm. Regardless of whether or not you believe in muses, consider, consider the thought of believing you need something other than yourself to gain inspiration and how, and how that may be affecting your decisions and exploring your passions and creativity. Many of us wait for inspiration to start our creative pursuits. We delay action, believing some magical force will grab our hands and pull us off the couch or push us into our workshop. But inspiration doesn't just show up out of nowhere. Inspiration is generated through action, action you have the power to take. Pick up the, paint, pick up the paintbrush, play the guitar, put on your running shoes, or press record. Don't wait for inspiration. You have everything you need right now to create it. Be your own muse. So you have everything that you need right now. You don't need to wait for anything else to start, to have that dream. You said you believed in that dream. We get over perfectionism and don't wait for inspiration because inspiration, I love, I love what Stephen King talks about. If you, if you, if you are a writer, if you're a writer, Stephen King's book on writing is so good. I mean, he said that he's an incredible writer, right? So you can imagine how good it is. But he shares all these really wonderful stories. And I love this idea that he talks about with the muse, how you have to be working. Like how many of you have come home, how many of you have come home from, from work and you're just exhausted? And you're like, oh, I had such a long day and it was maybe stressful. And you don't wanna, you know, maybe you love to cook, but you feel like, oh, I'm not gonna do that today. Or maybe you wanna play the piano, but you're like, oh, I don't have time for that. I'm too tired. But imagine you sit, down at the keyboard and you start playing. And what happens when it, when it's something that you love that much, what happens usually is after a few minutes, you're energized, you're excited. An hour could go by and you're like, wait, what? I have more energy than when I started. You gain energy from the things that inspire you from the activities that you love. Right? Like, think about it. So many people, they go home and they just kind of like sit on the couch and they watch TV. How energized do you feel after binge watching a show on Netflix? Not very energized. Imagine what you can do when you actually just sit. But it's the hardest part. The hardest part is sitting down. The hardest part is sitting down to actually do that thing. Because it's easier to not do it. It's easier to just sit down and do nothing than it is to get out the paintbrushes. I just talked to a girlfriend of mine the other day who really enjoys painting. And she, <laughs> I asked her, cause she had, she had had this breakthrough. She was going through a really stressful time and she broke out her, 
Uh, she went to Michael's and got some supplies and she actually painted and she had so much fun. And I was like, I, that's so exciting. I was so excited to see that you had done that. And she goes, oh my gosh, that was like seven months ago and I haven't picked it up again since. And I was like, oh, she goes, yeah, I need to. That was so fun. <laughs> but don't wait for inspiration to do what you love. All right, who wants to share? I'll, we can have two people that, that want to, if they want to share something about this idea of don't wait for inspiration. This is Jeannie, Kate. Maybe. Jeannie, hello. Hello. Um, you're right in my lane this morning. I'm so excited. And thank you for what you're sharing and the building of the ideas today. But two things of the, the not waiting and just getting out there just reminded me of uh, when I first started uh, speed dating and my brother, I didn't tell anybody for a month till the stories were too good. You had to share because it was so funny. Um, and my brother said, well, at least you're out there. That reminds me of your seventh point right there of just don't wait. At least you're out there and then something can happen, which leads back to your perfectionism myth piece is um, my main lane is perfect. I talk a lot about perfection, which is opposite because when I was 17, I said strive for, I was trying to say strive for perfection at the end of a speech as you do at 17. And I said strive for perfection, not once, not twice, three times. And so now perfection is kind of my lane, which fur means carry something to another place. And peck means reach out and cross over like your pectoral muscle. So um, I just think, don't wait for it to be perfect. Just be perfect. Get out there. And Justin reminds us, um, we do a lot of process mapping. And so it just reminds me, do your own process mapping in your house too. So in your own house, work, et cetera. So I love this segment, Kate. Thanks. I'll pass the mic. Oh, awesome. I love that, Jeannie. I love it. See, and I love how, it, see how like everyone on stage is kind of like, tapped into like a different area of life. I love that you talked about it as far as like a speed dating thing. It's like, yeah, just, hey, you gotta, you gotta be in the game to win, right? Like you actually have to like start doing something in order to have any chance of winning. So I love that, Jeannie. Thank you so much. All right, we have time for one more quick share. Yes, hey, it's Coach Dr. Kim. Can hey, I share? Are oh, you? Coach, okay, Coach Kim and then Dr. Tanji. So we'll go quick. Awesome. So I just wanted to say that that works for me in working out in my fitness journey, it was like, there's not always a motivation to do it other than when I start, then all of a sudden I get this energy to not only do this move, but go and use this machine and then go and do this. And so it just energizes me to continue to work on myself as I'm going along. I may not feel like doing an hour um, segment when I started, I just was like, just do for five minutes. But then I'm in an hour and 30 minutes. It's like, wait a minute. I, I just lost a whole hour and 30 minutes in the gym. How awesome is that? So I just wanted to share that. And I will yield the mic. Thanks, Kate. Oh, Coach Kim, I love that. I love that. That's a, that's a perfect example. Such a great example. I love it. So, so great. All right, Dr. Tanji. Yes, Kate, good morning. Always love your segments. For me, when you release what is in you to do it, and when you understand there's a dynamic purpose behind it and that there's someone on the other end of your inspiration being released, then that just makes you get it out faster. And for me, when I have been a little more hesitant and then I've released inspiration and then I get someone who's maybe like going through something, they send me a, a text or an inbox and like, oh my gosh, that was so inspiring. And you're like, oh, that was worth it. And every, the next time you'll pull the trigger a lot quicker. Thank you for allowing me to speak, Kate. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. See, this is what, I love these conversations that I love hearing from everyone because it's, again, it's just a reminder that we're all going through these things, right? Like, unless we speak up and share, this is why we love hearing other people's stories because we can get so stuck in our own head, inside of our own heads that we, that we kind of stay stuck in our little, like, it has to be perfect or, oh, I'll find the inspiration or not even believing that it's possible to achieve your dreams because we're just kind of, we're not moving. When we're moving and we're exploring and we're showing up and we're talking to other people that are pursuing their dreams, that alone just kind of gets us fired up. It puts us in a good state of mind. And so I love that in the chat, I'm seeing that some of you are writing down your goals or writing down your dreams. If you wanna go into the chat, share your dream. And then if you haven't, if you're by your phone, if you're not doing something else, go take a look at that chat and, and see what some other people are sharing. See the dreams of some other people because this 
when, when, when we see other people's dreams, we get inspired to keep dreaming. We get inspired to see what might show up in our world and we get to support other people. And that's why I love that in my, in, in these segments, we're always going to be doing this. We're always going to have time and make space for people to share their dreams, because I think it's important for us to be able to share those. And so I, I so appreciate all of you for showing up today, all of you for always being part of this breakfast table. And if you have not ever come up on stage, I invite you to get the confidence uh, and, and, and be brave for next Thursday from 6 to 7 a.m. Uh, to come up on stage. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from new voices. And if you have a dream that you want to share with me over on Instagram, please share with me on Instagram. I love hearing from you. I love hearing uh, the impact that these sessions have on you because every single one of these moderators that get to be part of Breakfast with Champions, we don't take it lightly that you come and you show up and you get to, and you listen to what we have to say and we get to curate these conversations so everyone has a seat at the table and everyone has a voice. And so I'm so grateful. So Malika, Raquel, Michael, Justin, Samantha, Jeannie, Coach Kim, Dr. Tanji, thank you so much for sharing. Mary Lynn, thank you for helping me out today with the book. And uh, it was so incredible to be here with you. For those of you that are, if you are interested in learning about how to become a dream manager or how to implement the dream manager program in your organization, if you work, if you lead a company, if you lead a team and you care deeply about that team, and you are investing in them, whether it's coaching or training or other programs to help them become the best person that they can possibly be, um, then reach out to me. I would love to talk to you. Uh, we have some, uh, our Dream Manager certifications are, we have them a few times throughout the year. And uh, it's really an incredible way to increase engagement because the only way for your organization to become the best version of itself is for you to help your people, your team members become the best version of themselves. And so I invite you also to sign up for my newsletter, Massive Optimism. I send it out every Sunday. Um, it's just a quick, short email. I share book recommendations, journaling prompts, quotes, and just some inspiration, just some inspiration to help start your week. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.